This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. Today, our guest is Brian Rivas. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am honestly very hot because it's been a hot day here in California. Yes, yes. And thank you for bringing me here on such a hot day. It's yes, you're welcome. That's that's exactly what I was intending and planning for you. I just wanted you to feel like I was being doing this on purpose. Oh, <laughs> I felt it. Yeah. We're here talking to Brian because... Someone requested and ask and you shall receive to bring on someone who is in the IT business or the IT world, if you will. And that's why he's here. How do you feel about that? Good. I'm ready to discourage or inspire. Uh, <laughs> whatever you guys want, I'm here to tell you all about it. Preferably inspire, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Maybe you weren't the right guest for this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll find out soon. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get right into it. How did you come about, you know, deciding that you wanted to be in IT? Well, I suppose the easiest, I suppose the easiest answer to that is uh, uh, I was always kind of techie, tech oriented. I grew up with computers basically my whole life, you know, secondhand computers, stuff my parents had bought at yard sales, things like that. Okay. You know, every time we had one, uh, since it was kind of always, I, I would use it. I would was really fascinated by, you know, the, these giant floppy disks that we... <laughs> floppy yeah, disks. Uh, Gen Z don't know about that. Yeah, no, um, not the, you know, the, the, the big ones, <laughs> the, the five-inch ones. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> you know, all of our computers were always bad. They were slow. They were always very old computers that we would just pick up from wherever. Uh, that fascination kind of started there. Um, my dad's a mechanic, and maybe I get it from him, but the want to tear things apart and kind of figure that out mm, was okay. always in me. I always liked to take them apart. We would buy so many bad computers that we had so many lying around, and I would kind of just Frankenstein parts together, and that's kind of where it was, I can say, it really all started. Yeah. Um, and uh, come the age of, you know, LimeWire, Napster, all that stuff, you know, which I was uh, av available to see. And, <laughs> uh, A heavy consumer. Came, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the In the internet, it was really just incredible. Like, there were so many things out there. Right. Computers would get viruses and break and all that stuff. Especially and figuring, with LimeWire, right? Figuring out how to really... Fix all that stuff was a journey within this. I think I think I, uh, I don't know. There's many times I remember where I tried to just fix a computer with the virus just because uh, I figured out that it was just a program. I was like, well, how do I get rid of it? And I would I remember uh, back then, like Windows 95 or stuff like that. You, uh, you really needed DOS uh, to be able to run. And I remember deleting it off of. It's basically a, a way that. A, program would run like it needed to, to run and so i deleted something off the computer and then okay. completely ruined it because uh the it rendered the computer useless oh, <laughs> no. so it needed so, that program so yeah i basically needed dos to be able to do anything and, and <laughs> i deleted some really fundamental key pieces of it oh and, no um, you know that was just kind of a learning experience um 
that's really it, it kind of just was born from that the fascination in, in computers and technology that's where it kind of all just really started that's awesome man now before we go on any further i actually meant to ask this in the beginning but what does it stand for <laughs> because <laughs> a lot of people don't know i honestly okay so the person who requested a person from it they told me the actual words for it when they asked about it and i was like what's that and then i was like wait did you mean it so yeah. what what does that mean what does it stand for uh, information technology that's it just the way information and data is handled and the technology behind it <laughs> that, that's that simple as that yep. wow that's funny so information technology i'll try to remember that next time <laughs> uh, you don't you might you might not even need to uh what could you tell us about the early years like you started mentioning how kind of you got your start you know you had computers that you could essentially they were your playground if you will yeah. but what was life like for a young brian <laughs> young so the younger part, you know, a lot of that stuff, taking stuff apart back together and figuring out software and applications, how they work. You know, that was a lot of my my kind of just young teen life, you know, 13, 14. I, was, I would play video games constantly. I, would, I was just the kind of that guy getting into, I guess, more adult life, uh, you know, once high school comes around, college and stuff. I would always tinker around with fixing viruses, fixing screens, just simple things that, well, simple to me at least. <laughs> that yeah, because I have that no idea been, what that is. Someone that has been taking things apart for, for years and years, I was, I got really, you know, it was kind of second nature to me. I always did it. Uh, so that was really the early start of what I didn't re realize would be an IT career. I actually went to school for film and for, well, yeah, mostly for film. I, I, nice, I, had, nice. I was playing music in college as well. College was great for that. I really got to express creatively in all kinds of different ways. And I loved it. That was great. I would, didn't really have an IT focus at all. It wasn't until later when, you know, my parents lost their house. During we like just, the, yeah, the yeah, 08 yeah, market so crash? Yeah, so that was around, yeah, 2009, 2010. Yeah, yeah. Uh, around those times. Yeah, my parents lost their house. All these things really started to happen and money was tight and I just re needed a real job. And unfortunately, for artists... You know, that your craft doesn't really pay for anything. Um, and that was just the reality of things. And as a young adult, you're not really focused on paying too many bills. You know, you're living at home, you're doing all that stuff. So it wasn't, uh, IT was kind of just something that was, I always had as a skill set for as much as I tried to apply to the Geek Squad, to little computer shops here and there. It was actually incredibly difficult really? to prove that you know how stuff worked <laughs> oh wow yeah it was yeah nobody's really willing like small you mom and pop shops and stuff like mm, that you know yeah. they, they they're not really especially when you need like an actual job right it was really hard to just get started and get your foot in the door and just say that hey yeah i'm technical and i can do this it was actually quite difficult i see i see so that was more towards when you started looking for a job yeah, when right? i actually you started to. it was something that i always did so i was i was really starting to well i know how to do this so let me try right. so um i'll segue into i guess the next part of this which is like i i did always play music um and at the time i was playing with a dj kind of dj am style like you know drums and nice. dj and his day job was working at a contracting company okay and, um 
an IT contracting company, which uh, we can get into what all that means later. Okay, but yeah. He's like, hey, I know you're techie and, and stuff like that. We have a temporary position for like a month or two. Uh, would you want to come and help? That was really, you know, you know, I should probably be thanking that guy, but I don't know where he is. Shout out to him. <laughs> what's, out his, to, what's his name? Uh, his name's Danny. If um, you ever, Danny, if you're out there. <laughs> he, um, well, whatever. He he gave me that opportunity, that chance to just, to just get some experience under my belt because yeah. then after that was over, I was able to slap it on a resume and say like, hey, yeah, I have done this. Mm, and I just okay. couple it with all the things I already knew. And then went with, and with, now this real life experience I have working in the field and then shopping that resume around, I, I got finally got the opportunity to actually start interviewing a lot more, which is, you know, is a huge part of this. Um, really getting some exposure to what the field looks like and all that. That was huge. That was a really, that was probably like the pivotal moment for what was going to then be my career. Nice, man. And how old were you when that happened? Oh, Oh, man, uh, uh, I was probably like 21 or something like that. Young kid still. Yeah, still yeah. still young and experienced. Didn't really have any real world job experience either. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So would you say that was like your actual first, uh, So, th- like what, your first W-2 or? Yeah, yeah, it was a W-2. So in, in IT, a lot of times, and when you're getting started out, uh, nobody's going to hire you as a full-time employee. Like the majority of companies will not do it. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, if you're just kind of like, you just know how to press buttons and click on a keyboard and stuff like that for any IT related role, for the most part, you're, you're not going to get hired on full time. You're going to get on W2, you're going to get like a contractor position. You won't get any benefits. Some companies now have started offering them as contractors, but you're just going to be on a contract for like a year or whatever, X amount of time. And, and that's how you're going to work. But jobs like that are great. Jobs like that are great because they, you, you do get to at least be in environments, see things, and talk to people that uh, you can that will help you decide, you know, where you want to land ultimately in this huge IT space because yeah. it's it's so vast. There's so many avenues. You know, you have programming, you have project management, you have management, you have like uh, just regular engineering and mm-hmm. things like that. There's so many avenues to it you won't necessarily know where you're going to land first. And you may not even like, like the thing that you, you think you, did, you uh, wanted okay. to like. Yeah. Because the field is so, is so vast. There's so much to do, you know, whether you're technical or not, or just a good problem solver, there's a role for kind of everybody and you just got to find it and figure out what works best. When you finally were given that shot, how did that feel? Oh man. Um, it changed, it changed the game, man. It changed the game a lot. I, I mentioned earlier, like, uh, I finally was able to go and start interviewing places. And I think I, some, look, I, I, I'm a pretty good talker. <laughs> so for, uh, learning how to sell myself, uh, okay. uh, that came in handy, even though I had really no, very little to no experience <laughs> was huge, uh, like huge for me. Like I, I really needed to learn how to talk to people, what people okay. were looking for. The types of people that they were gravitating to, you know, what do they care if I'm technical? Do they care if I know this? Do they care if I know that? So it was a lot of, there was months and months of just like interviewing, figuring out like, what, what do I need to know? I would take, I would take the interview questions they would ask me, the technical questions they would ask me. I would hit them back. I knew I wasn't going to get hired a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, they're, 
they asked too many things I didn't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, just, so I would hit them back. I was like, hey, just curious, you know, what were the answers to this? What would you That's recommend? Smart, what should man. I What should I look into or whatever? And most people will respond. It's, hmm. yeah, it's uh, people like being asked questions as we're finding out today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, most people were nice enough to be like, oh yeah, you know, you should look into this. And, and yeah, that was helpful. And I would go home and I would Google all that stuff. What it meant. Um, yeah, what it meant. Is it hard or can I learn it right now on, on you know, online? Uh, do I need to take a class? Like all these, all these things. Did I ever go and take a class? No. All I did was kind of just on my own poke around, download some free crack software. I know yeah. it's illegal, but everybody does it. <laughs> uh, and learn, just learn all that stuff on my own is what I did. And then the next time uh, I was hit with the same question, I was able to answer it and not sound like a complete buffoon. Newbie I knew, I knew what I was yeah. talking about. That's really smart. So is that something you would probably advise people out there when they're trying to get started in IT, like to yeah. not be afraid to ask people for, for help or just questions in general? Yeah, don't, Yeah, definitely not be afraid. I think the biggest hurdle that I find when I try to tell people is that they're afraid of, of, be, of approaching an employer or even sending out a resume, not having any experience. I think... The more you shop yourself around, the more opportunity there is for someone to call you in, at least to talk, have a conversation. Somebody out there is desperate enough to talk to somebody who has no experience. Right. You know, apply right. to every single job. You may not want it. It may be terrible. And you know it's going under, whatever, all those things. It doesn't matter because it, the experience you're getting, you're looking for them at this point, right? You're looking for them to give you something. You yeah. want, you need to know how to talk to people. It's something you don't have. You haven't interviewed. How are you going to interview? <laughs> if no one's calling you, right? Um, right. And but so my biggest recommendation is that go get scrap, put a scrappy resume together, whatever. Fake it if you have to. Just go out and start interviewing and talking because that that's going to start giving you the confidence to talk more about yourself. And in between all of that, that's going to come through too. Uh, an employer might even be like, "Hey, you know, well, this guy may not have have everything I need, but he looks like he's willing to learn, or maybe he looks." Hey, he came here and he talked to me, even though he didn't do, it, do anything. Like, hey, yeah, like I'll hire him. There you go. And uh, being in the position I am now, like I, I definitely look for people like that. There's people straight out of college that have zero experience. I could not care less if you didn't go to school, but if you're at least able to explain a simple concept to me, I, I'm totally willing to give you that chance. And there's, I've, I've done that a few times now. Nice man. So maybe the takeaway out of that is. Every no is just a step closer to a yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's really it. And don't be, yeah, just put yourself out there. Put yourself out there and, and, and don't be afraid and don't limit yourself to what you think you don't know or are or missing or all that stuff. Okay. That's that's really good, man. I, I hope whoever is out there and is interested in getting into IT, you know, appreciates, I'm sure they do, they appreciate this conversation and the value that you're providing. Kind of like, like, yes, you have to know the job, but you also need to know how to be able to uh, either prove or at least show that you want to, yeah. you know, grow in this business, right? Now, we talked about the early years, how you got your start, things like that. Um, as far as your upbringing goes, would you say that had anything to do with you eventually, you know, jumping into this industry? I guess, like your personality as well? What would you I say? Mean, what do you think about that? Uh, my mom raised me as a very 
always to oh she always raised me to not get taken advantage of i think it was her biggest thing she's like everyone's out here just try to scream oh wow okay <laughs> and <laughs> and she you know now definitely she was not wrong right a lot of the things are really designed for us to you know to hold us back or to yeah. get taken advantage of and the exceptions exist but for the most part we're you know we're all trying very hard to make it in some way and i've never really forgotten that i i'm very apprehensive and with people in general like um, How so? What do you mean? So this is kind of hand in hand with <laughs> one of the growing pains and things you learn in, in IT. Like once you're in a career and this is not the case for everywhere, but I'll say in my experience, when I did manage to get a corporate job, a big fancy corporate job, uh-huh. IT corporate job, you're you're immediately competing with everybody else. Uh, gotcha, and, gotcha, gotcha. And not everyone is, you know, as happy as they say, not the environment, the work environment is not as, you know, rainbows and unicorns as right. and beautiful as everybody would expect you to believe. And so learning corporate politics was huge, was huge, like a, a huge challenge. Um, and so it helped having that upbringing, just being that and being instilled in me, like, hey, man, people are going to try to take advantage of you and it's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm just going into it that way and i doubted it i'm like no no way this is like there's got to be a way you got to be fair that's not right yeah but that was absolutely wrong in fact i got stepped all over because of that like i felt that way and once i kind of figured out no okay this is actually how it is uh Uh, learning to deal with that was was also huge for me too because then once i kind of observed and the next job after that i was able to excel and the next job after that i was able to grow even further uh, just keeping all of that in mind and 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 really just again being careful and and how i approached everything everyone in a corporate space right now i just realized we've gone this far into the interview but i didn't ask you i don't know if you could give the actual you know name of the company that you work for but uh, i don't mind far, yeah. no? okay um, i work for currently i'm at sunset studios i'm i'm like a project manager there an it project manager <laughs> specific yeah of course one of the many avenues you can enjoy yeah. <laughs> right on okay yeah um, just just wanted to make sure that the listeners kind of understood exactly like kind of uh what you do on a day-to-day basis and to to prove yeah. that you're actually qualified to have <laughs> yeah, this conversation yeah, and, right and now that's not to say i've been a system admin i've been uh done management as well and uh that's just where i'm at right now i've been i started at the very very bottom of the it totem pole which is the yeah, IT technician roles, just just a simple guy wrapping cables, carrying computers yeah. from A to B, type of thing, all the way up to what I do now. Gotcha. So I I I've, I can safely say I've worked every position. You know, obviously not a VP. I'd probably have a lot more money than I do now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is there something like that in the in yeah, the absolutely IT? like a, a CIO? It would be like the top of the food chain. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's essentially someone who makes the big top level decisions like you usually fortune 500 type of company like technical decisions security all that stuff uh basically someone to take the fall for if and when (laughs) hopefully not at your company things do go wrong okay now we're gonna move on to the part of the podcast where we talk about a sour story you know take a second to think about the most terrible or yeah just sour story that you've kind of lived through so far and okay. uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I learned a lot at my first job. I think I touched on it a little bit 
learning corporate culture and um, uh, corporate politics, you really get to see the worst in a lot of different people. Um, I don't consider myself a bad person. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, you depends are. who you are. <laughs> depends who you ask. But uh, <laughs> but uh, there's truly some some really bad people in the space that really just are in it to be selfish and, and get ahead themselves. Yeah, I think the most the worst experience for me was uh, I was working at a company and there was a huge it was there was, it was they, they, we got hacked basically right a oh. huge hack big was one. it the russians i'm just kidding uh, no <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was not the russians but it was a huge hack it was a big kind of a big deal it made the news everything but um after this happened uh you know we we buckled down right as us as techs were like hey we're going to we're going to help fix this go through all the things or we 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 replaced essentially every computer in the organization which is hundreds and hundreds of them. Yeah. Um, and we really hustled hard. And uh, at the time, it was really only us, you know, the lower level techs, and kind of like the senior techs as well. We're all kind of, we're taking action, right? Because we yeah. have to. It's like, this is kind of like our job. Of course. <laughs> we have to help fix this, right? After all of this was said and done, there was a lot of people that were gone after that. A lot of people were fired. A lot of people were let oh, go. Man. I think the entire information security team was let go. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, because of this hack because of the hack and uh after that we were expecting like hey you know we were a pivotal part of this whole thing you know getting back to where it was you know we got computers out we got people set up again we got everything replaced uh, uh, we did a lot of work and we kind of like expected like oh you know hey some type of recognition thank but you for coming through in this yeah, situation thanks, and yeah. um instead of what ended up happening is they they didn't we didn't end up getting any bonuses that time because of the, supposedly the hack. Oh, wow. And uh, furthermore, um, the hack released a lot of information that was made public and things like that. And we got to find out a lot of really bad things that were said about a lot of people. <laughs> and um, at the end of the day, come bonus time, they, the only people that ended up getting bonuses was upper management. And wow. on top of that, they received a secondary bonus after the insurance money came through. <laughs> oh, and you guys got nothing. <laughs> and we didn't get anything. It was it really wasn't fair. A lot of people were angry. A lot oh, of people, rightfully so. Yeah, a lot of people were angry, uh, like us as techs. But one thing that really, you know, it really didn't sit well with me because it was one of those things. It was like, hey, what the heck? Like, this isn't right. Like, we back to, you know, it kind of triggered me a little bit. And, you know, I was getting taken advantage of it. I didn't like it. Yeah. So I tried to talk about it, try to be like, hey, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And just to be met with just like indifference, like, oh, well, you know, that's mm -hmm. it. The only really bad thing is, yeah, that corporate culture and an IT organization where people uh, have to take the fall for things and you're not going to be the one people favor, <laughs> like in, in those mm, situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that's really it. As far as like the job goes, uh, it really just depends where you put yourself. You know, if you, you could end up in a, you could end up maybe going down an avenue you maybe don't like. I used to think I wanted to be like a network engineer. What is that? Um, a network well, engineer. In layman terms, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, in layman's terms. Um, a network engineer is someone responsible for overall layout of an organization's network 
I'm still uh, not understanding, but okay, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's there's a yeah. Those. Okay, so <laughs> let's pretend we have an apple here and an orange. Let's. I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, most organizations function now. It's all cloud based and stuff like that. But okay. it used to be once upon a time, you needed to have. These oh, big like an actual central gotcha, gotcha. central nervous system yeah. that contains all your data and information. Uh, network engineer would have laid all that out mm, and and kind of mapped it all together to talk to each other so you right. can send emails here and and there and and that's that's kind of it. And on top yeah, of that, you know, there's other like file sharing and storage that also kind of falls into that. Okay, but now, yeah, like now said, I'm not super lost. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. So it's 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 um, yeah, it can get really convoluted, really complicated, especially as as an organization gets bigger. But yeah, let's let's say you would have taken an avenue that you didn't like, and now you're kind of stuck right mm. i used to think i wanted to be like a like a systems admin too after that i was like oh no yeah. i don't want to be an engineer screw that i want to be a systems admin but then after you're taking that avenue you're you could feel differently about it later like just like i did gotcha and so those are really just kind of things if you pick wrong then you're kind of <laughs> it's not difficult necessarily difficult to to switch from one to the other but yeah. you may have laid out your entire personality and it skill set uh, based on one let you really start from somewhere right. else. Yeah. i see okay so that that might be the, the hardest thing then right kind uh of yeah i mean you'd it, be getting to know what you really want to do is something you want to figure out early on it's not impossible to switch later you know it's just something it's better to just kind of figure it out in the beginning <laughs> okay gotcha well that's some good advice too appreciate that now we talked about you know the most terrible experience, or at least one of the most terrible, right? Because yeah. I'm sure in your, I'm sure in your line of work, like in many others, there's plenty of stories. Yeah, I mean, that, really, that's probably like the worst of it. I think that uh, the rest of stuff, especially like day to day things, once you're in IT and things are running fine, really, if something's broken, it kind of ends up being your fault. Like you're, you're probably just not doing something. <laughs> right, right, okay. Yeah, and and if you have the wrong guidance, that's a big one too. Bosses, bosses can be really challenging too. learning to work with a boss finding a good boss is really difficult like with most jobs and yeah. um, finding one that doesn't give you any guidance or finding one that just doesn't really help you in any kind of way when things go badly i mean that's really that makes it really really hard too i see would you say you're a good boss <laughs> yes i'll what? say yes for the purposes <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> i will say yes i am a good boss so what you don't know is we actually live streaming to your employees right oh, now. I'm just kidding. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm just messing. But all right, yeah, I think I think you do a good job. Well, okay, that was like the most sour story or kind of experience. Well, let, what what do you say we move on to something good now? What's Let's been one of the most rewarding experiences or just kind of like oh my gosh, like this is why I do what I do. Oh yeah, type no, of stories. I, I'll say it all the time. I really like um, one meeting people. I like working with people, I like being social, I get to meet all kinds of people. But I, I more so in, in my current position, I like seeing a project from beginning to end. Right now I do IT, like infrastructure kind of man project management. And, and all that is, is I basically find ways to lay cable and, and plan out IDFs or these big server rooms that we have, right? Okay. I find ways to, to upgrade and, and implement things like that in my current, current job and, um, and that's for Seeing like it, efficiency or it's a loaded okay so there's a, a lot of questions like, yeah, <laughs> um let me finish the thought and then yeah, we, of can, course. we can elaborate a little bit more but yeah seeing something that you've kind of just kind of conceptualized and and imagined that this is 
this is how something great would work. And, and you try to put it together on paper and then you get all the right pieces together, the right members of the team to get it through the, through the door and out the finish line. It's a great feeling knowing that, Hey man, yeah, I did this together with like a bunch of other people and, and it was, and you can feel proud of it. That's probably like the, what I like the most about my job, okay. you know, and that, that can translate into really anything, uh, any part of the position. Like I, when I was doing customer, uh, like customer facing stuff, desktop support, helping somebody with their issue was made me feel good too. Like I really liked being able to help someone, I don't know, get this thing out or whatever. I've worked mostly in entertainment. My, basically my entire, my entire career has been in (laughs) entertainment IT and, and just being sitting, helping out an editor, uh, you know, get this, I don't know, piece of, piece of a movie out or whatever it is okay, gotcha. uh, helping them do that and just being part of that has always been really rewarding and fun and getting to meet all the people behind all that has been really rewarding too that's great would you be able to discuss what like what films uh, sure. that you've been a part of or is that yeah, a- yeah um there was so right now in my current job i'm i'm on the back end now but just before this uh i was at a uh i was at something called agbo films a studio started by the russo brothers Nice. Uh, they did uh, for Avengers, those of us, for those of us who don't. Oh, you were gonna say yeah, go Avengers ahead. Yeah. Infinity War and Civil War and all that stuff. They did Cherry and um, a couple other films. The Tom Holland film. Yeah. Oh, they nice. Cherry. They're I think right now they. Um, what are they doing right now? The Gray Man I think is one of the ones they're doing. Anyways, uh, the last thing I did with them was Cherry. Yeah, I worked there. Before that, I was at Warner Music. Before that, I worked with the Power Rangers. Before that, I worked with. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, what was that? I was uh, I say Warner Music already. You um, haven't mentioned anyone I yet. Was no. at Warner Music, and before that, I was at Sony Pictures. Room. That's where we got hacked. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't even think the mic picked that up, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> All right, that's awesome, man. So okay, that's yeah. Those so are some, some yeah, some pretty pretty big and and something that I've always because I did go to school for film and. Okay. I always really wanted to be kind of close to that environment that right. kind of shaped my career out a little bit to to be able to touch these things. Yeah. yeah. Say so that you had a hand in. Yeah, in it kind of just feels like, even though I did absolutely nothing with like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hey, I, I helped a little. Right. <laughs> so does, like, do you ever see your name at the end of a film? Like Unfortunately the credits? not. Just uh, actually before, it's funny because right before COVID, uh, I was transitioning into a role that would, that would give me like film credits. Oh, and I was like super excited for all of that. And then COVID happened and I ended uh, up not being able to go into that role. I see. But then it kind of helped to, to, um, it, there's a whole another conversation to be had here, but it kind <laughs> of set me on a different path after that okay. to where I didn't even want to go back to, into, oh, to doing I, that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, and, um, and that kind of just segued into where I'm at now. And which is project management. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, awesome, man. Now, we were discussing a bit of like the technical side of things right earlier. As far as the wiring and all that, that, you know, you put together, I asked if it was like, like, what was the purpose of that? Was that efficiency? Is that like, uh, what's yeah. what's the benefit of doing what you do? Basically, uh, is what well I'm you asking. You want to cater to your clientele, obviously, and you want to be able to compete. Uh, we're a movie studio. We're a movie studio. We our biggest uh, client is Netflix. Netflix. Uh, we have Apple. Uh, mm-hmm. Big people. Yeah. We own, I think, right now, th- 
three and then soon to be four, possibly more. They're just basically scooping up every studio in, wow, okay. <laughs> in the LA area and we're building a lot more a lot across the US. Um, we're in, well, a big part of my job is bringing all of these very old studios that were kind of neglected for a long time, uh, bringing them up to a standard where people at one and clients can actually do everything they need to do there. There's a lot of different types of, uh, a lot of things are in the cloud now. A lot of things are, are digital, um, very VFX focused. Uh, and, and so that the need for high bandwidth is there. So Necessary, 10 gigabit, right? Yeah, 10 gigabit connections, things like that. And so a big part of my job is, yeah, is making sure we can get these ISPs to pump all of that data through our very, very, very old studio, which hasn't been uh, ever before. I and mean, now that I'm in the position to do that, I'm, be I'm helping, yeah, I'm helping right. get, just get that out the door. You know. It's awesome, man. Yeah. It's a, it sounds like a lot of work. Game. It's a big project, uh, you right? Know, they're big, yeah. Big projects. It costs a lot of money and finding the right people is, is a big deal too. Um, and we've, we've worked with, there's vendors that we've worked with for many years that, that are, you know, really doing a good job and we're able to leverage and be like, Hey, you guys know this place better than we do. And we want to make it better, and they're excited about doing it too. So it's been, yeah, it's 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 really cool to be able to see that. Yeah, must be, especially the, after you know planning it for. I'm sure it takes a long time to plan it out first. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of back and forth, um, a lot of back and forth, and you, you working with different teams, make sure that we can tear up the ground or we can drop a conduit wherever we need to drop it. You know. Yeah. All, all the, all those things and, you know, permits and all that. I mean, we don't, our department, we don't really deal with that part. My, my part is really just, this is what we need. I get it. I, this is the, this is the budget and this is uh, what we need to do. Uh. I help kind of, kind of get it there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a pretty important job then. As far as wages go for an IT, I mean, I'm sure it ranges, you know, from department to department or like you were saying, different avenues that people can take, but. In your case, just a general uh, wage. What if I wanted to get into that? What would like the starting wage for that be? If you're starting, so there's there's a few things to consider. Obviously, in the very beginning, you're probably not going to get hired on full time, right? You're going to be a contractor. And I contracting is great. Like if you're starting out, I think it's it's awesome. It gives you the opportunity to kind of negotiate your salary a lot uh, or your pay. Um, and a really bottom floor for any kind of like, let's see, you're, you're an IT tech running around just pressing buttons. Uh, you're looking at $20 an hour. Uh, you don't get any benefits or anything like that. And this is um, like in today's just, just very, market? Yeah, and you're looking at just 20, 20, 20 bucks, 22. Okay. Uh, but you could always, because if you're dealing with a contracting agency, you can always negotiate yourself up. They're a contracting company is always going to try to get you at the lowest so that they can get uh, the most most of, profit, yeah, right? Yeah. Of course, it just depends on how how the contracting mo- uh, company is kind of built or modeled. There's some contracting companies that you know obviously it behooves them to to uh, to pay you a little bit more so that they get more on top as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on the size of their contracts, but you can for the most part. Your floor is like 20, 22 bucks, 25 bucks. Which, I mean, I guess it's not terrible. It's, it's not right? terrible, especially if, like I said, you know, a lot to the effect of, or to, to what I was talking about earlier, all you need is that foot in the door. If you have a couple of months or whatever just doing this, contracting, 
and you know and have some kind of knowledge about tech, it's really easy to sell yourself and get something way better. But at the very beginning, you're just contracting, you're just trying to do something in tech. That's, you're probably going to end up getting somewhere around that. Yeah, and that's like, again, no benefits or anything like that. But some do offer benefits, and then you got to kind of think about, you know, if that's better. Works for best for you. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And then, uh, as you go through your through the years, I guess, and getting more experience, what yeah. would you say? Like, uh, you started what you said you were like twenty one. So, yeah, how many years ago was that? Now, would you say? Oh, ten, ten years Almost ago. 10 years. 10, so, like eleven years ago. <laughs> okay, nice. So, like in ten years, what uh, what's the, yeah, the difference? And I would say, well, it's, I'll say more of a, I'll speak more of like in the position sense, right? Okay, you can be a simple tech for a year or two if you in that year. Or two, you you're you kind of like all right. I know how to do this. I wouldn't recommend staying in that job. I, you need to go out and try to do something. The next thing, yeah, uh, a desktop support position or a junior network specialist or something like that uh, to start kind of putting you in the place where you you kind of want to be. You can be a desktop support person. You can make uh, uh, whatever. I don't know what this is hourly, but you could actually land somewhere at a company with benefits and stuff like that. Yeah, you can. I think the least is probably like, yeah, 55K a year, you know, and you get your full benefits and stuff like that. That's kind of really kind of bottom floor. Like uh, I wouldn't recommend you get, end up somewhere for less than that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Because a lot of the same things happen. You know, if they're not willing to pay you at least that, then it's probably not the best place to be. Okay. But yeah, 55K is for just for like a regular desktop level one support guy. You're probably just fixing someone's app. Oh, I can't open my email or Stuff like that, like uh, have you tried turning things. on your computer? Have you tried turning it off and on again? That type <laughs> of thing. And thereafter, really, uh, depending on how your company is structured, you're you're going to be doing that for two, three years. You're, you you kind of just uh, there's desktop level two, desktop level three, and each company will kind of define these things differently. But if you're doing desktop support, you're kind of doing that same thing for a while, depending on where you're at. But you can be as high as a desktop support person as you want to be there's something called uh, executive support which you can easily make six figures doing oh wow and all that is is you're just hand holding an old guy through how to navigate his <laughs> iphone and got you, i've got been in the position to be in or actually have uh, done executive support before for billionaires and stuff like that and it's really great and it pays a lot of money <laughs> but, yeah but you also have no life you're kind of running around and you're at this guy's mercy like okay, hey i in the middle of the night, you're getting cold. Like, hey, I can't open this, and I'm in the middle of Japan or whatever it is. Right. And, <laughs> but some people like that life and are okay with it, and that's fine. And okay. you just make a lot of money. You're just kind of like, <laughs> right? You're just kind of a slave to your to whatever, whoever the you're boss for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, and that's all the same. Like you, once you're in desktop support, you can go up to that level of desktop support, and you could be okay. Uh, like I said, there's many avenues, right? There's this, and if you didn't want to do desktop support forever, then you kind of start leaning into the system admin side of things, which is kind of like the more natural, more natural path. You know, you go to system admin, and then after you're an admin, you become like a, a manager or something like that. Those are all just kind of things you kind of figure out once you're in the once you're you're in there. You can kind of see where you where you think you fit best. Great. Before we sign off, uh, I like to end the podcast with, or on rather, a high note. So it's a 
very different type of question than what we've been yeah. talking about. But knowing that you're musically inclined, I think you'll like it. What song is the current soundtrack to your life right now? Uh, it's kind it's of always hard. a difficult question. <laughs> yeah. I do Especially for music lovers, right? I do listen to a lot of music, but it's not the happiest song, but I've been kind of obsessed with uh, this guitar player na- named uh, Rodrigo Amarante. He's Ooh. he's from Brazil. He actually did the Narcos theme song, which I, I should have known, but I never didn't find out until a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, it, there's a song called Irene, which is super sad. Okay. <laughs> And uh, that's kind of what I've been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> if that says anything about my personal, no, I'm just kidding. Saudade, eu te matei de fome E tarde, eu te enterrei com a mágoa It's a very conflicting personality. Yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've also been really obsessed with guitar lately, so I've... Yeah, well, that's probably just where it's the, the tones from. and all that stuff and yeah. chords. I didn't didn't really know how to play. I'm I'm learning through that song, and it's just an overall great song. Nice. I'll have to definitely listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it on a sad day in your bathtub, and <laughs> <laughs> just make sure I don't it connect the toaster next to it. You. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome, man. Now, where can people find you on social media? At Brian L. Great. I do have a. A cocktail page, Mixonomy, that I just started. Nice. Well, actually, that's true. That's not true. I didn't just start it. I just started posting. As, as we say. I had, a, <laughs> I've had, had it, for, it a for, a year, for a while. I, you know, I have many hobbies, as we talked about earlier. Um, and cocktails is one of them. I love making drinks. Nice. Uh, I love drinking drinks as well. And um, so, yeah, I've, you could also hit that one up too. Give that some love. It might inspire me to make some more posts. There you go. Um, but yeah, both Brian L. Great. Yeah. Uh, and Mixonomy are both two tags that you can find me at. Excellent. If they anyone has a question, specific question, you're cool with them hit oh, you, hitting absolutely, you up? Absolutely, yeah. Any question you got, uh, job hookups, I got it all. I get hit with jobs constantly. Uh, if you're already in the field or looking to get, uh, you know, a different position in the field or something like that, I'm, I'm all about it. Cool thing about being in IT is that once you're kind of reputable like uh people constantly recruiters are constantly like hey do you got anybody and it's really easy to just be like yeah here's a guy nice and uh there's been many people that you might hear about that have, have gotten jobs that way through me cool. i just love i love i love sharing the, the knowledge and, and the love and just i just want everybody to be all right and find something that doesn't um you know it doesn't break your back right i give you a carpal tunnel but that's it yeah (laughs) there's ways to you know treat that awesome man well thank you so much brian for being on the show i really appreciate you taking the time i really enjoyed talking to you thank you for explaining you know a little more like the technical side of it also the how things work on a day-to-day basis and things like that so i hope especially that specific person who asked to have someone in it and uh, on the podcast i hope that they got Enough, enough value from this and i'm sure they did so thank you so much this has been levi on the raspberry lemonade podcast and here with brian rivas rivas thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time take care this has been a red bird studio production we hope you've enjoyed the program <laughs>